You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma podcast. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Excited to share this episode with you today. But before we do, I've got to thank our sponsors. First of all, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. They've been a huge part of this podcast for the last few years. So the Oklahoma Hall of Fame have been sharing Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com. And for daily updates, go to Oklahoma HOF on Instagram and give them a follow. Our other sponsor today is the Chickasaw Nation. Now, the Chickasaw Nation have sponsored pretty much everything in Oklahoma. They're a huge supporter of Oklahoma. And it's an honor to have their name and their brand supporting this podcast. So a huge shout out to Governor Anatoby for supporting this podcast. It really means a lot. Our third sponsor is Diffie Ford Lincoln down in El Reno. Now, this one makes me so happy because these guys are great friends of mine, um, play a lot of golf together. I've bought my cars from them. Do most of my oil changes down there, have a cup of coffee, hang out down in El Reno. It's a good spot to go. And not only are they great friends, but they provide a great service. So for over 60 years, a third generation family owned Oklahoma business down in El Reno. They're also in Bethany as well. So people in the Bethany area know the Diffies really well. But if you're looking for anything new used, um, Ford, Lincoln, or whatever, I'm sure they could find anything you want. Um, check them out, diffieford.net, and then on Instagram at diffiefordlincoln. This episode is presented by Citizens Bank of Edmund. Citizens Bank of Edmund has been serving Edmund since 1901. They pride themselves on investing in the community and are here for all your personal and business banking needs. For more information, go to mycitizens.bank and follow them on Instagram at citizensedmund, as well as Go bank there because I bank there too. It's been a fantastic personal experience for me. I've had my podcast account there now, my podcast business account there now for a few, four years now, I think. And it's been fantastic. So definitely worth your time. They're a great group of people and they're always there to answer the phone when I forget my password because I seem to forget it daily. Um, So yeah, go to Citizens Edmund and um, check them out. It's been awesome. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike and here, host back with another episode. Got a cowboy podcast for you today and cowgirl podcast for you today. Uh, gives me great pleasure to introduce to you from Oklahoma Cowboys, uh, Chanel and Jakian. Um Jakian, sorry, Jakian. I it's told you, okay. I told you, I was going to mess it up, right? Everybody said Jakian. And I'm going to go back to my podcast and back to my uh, accent and tell you, I oh, see. And I'm going to leave that in because I'm a real person um, and I make mistakes. Right. So Jakian on Jekian. the podcast. Um, thank you guys for coming down. I'm excited to dive into the story. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Thank you for having. Thank us. you for having us. Yeah. So when people ask you what is Oklahoma Cowboys, what do you tell them it is? Um, I tell them it's a community-based organization um, that make you feel like you're a part of the family. Yeah, and what family is that? Um, the black community family, the black the black cowboy culture in Oklahoma. Okay, um, and for people who don't know much about like what that um, black community of, of cowboy culture is, and I kind of see it, I see it on, the so- on social media, and I, there's some epic photographers um, who've captured a lot of it. I can't remember the guy's name, but he's not from here, and I come down to a lot of the small town rodeo stuff and it's like real content mm-hmm. and then that kind of perfected like ooh look this is no it's like this is the real stuff um, so I'm aware of it but for listeners listening listening uh, tell me what that is and what does the, what that means to you guys at the moment 
Um, Oklahoma Cowboy. Well, I'm gonna give you a backstory where Oklahoma Cowboys kind of started. Yeah, let's do it. Where, it, where it is now. Oklahoma Cowboys started in honor of my aunt. Um, growing up to the growing up in the rodeo world, um, what I would tag along with her and go to rodeos every weekend with her all through the summer. And about 2021. Well, let me back up. I'm sorry. About 2019, um, 2020, 2018, see, I'm getting stirred up. 2018, she got sick, very sick, and she went to the hospital for a whole entire year. And in 2019, or 2019, 2019 <laughs> of May 1st, yeah. she passed away um, of cancer, a short battle of cancer. And so I haven't been to a rodeo since. The last rodeo I went to was about 2017. And so I went to a rodeo again about 2021 and I was doing a photo project called The Rodeo Record. And it was an art-based uh, photo series of black cowboys in Oklahoma. And I was, as I was out there, I was like, this is more than just like a photo series. This is like a community that needs to be highlighted on a bigger level that like, why does not, why does no one know about black cowboys in Oklahoma? So that's where it kind of, kind of all started at yeah. Oklahoma Cowboys. Kind and of so it basically took off from there. Like I got a bigger vision of what exactly what I wanted to do. So all to say it's in honor of my aunt Shay yeah. made me feel closer to her. Yeah. Uh, Chanel, how do you get involved? Well, me and Jacqueline met whenever he was about 17, yeah. 17 years old. Um, we met on Instagram. I model. I make clothes. He's a photographer. He's in high school still. And I was like 21, 22, whenever yeah. he was 17. So he hit me up like, hey, do you want to be a part of this group? This group, uh, uh, photo shoot I got going. I was like, yeah. So we planned it all out. We met. And then when we met, it was just like we hit it off. Uh -huh. Like we just started creating together. Like, my bad. <clears throat> We just start creating together, and it just took off from there. Cause we would just like, hey, you want to go do a photo shoot? Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, like we would go, like we want to go eat, want to go do a photo shoot. Yeah. So it's just been like that for years. Mm -hmm. And then he started going to rodeos and inviting me. But it was like a project, like you know, he has projects, he has like series. He did Black Excellence. A lot of people that know him and started off know when he first started photography, did a big big project called Black Excellence. Okay. So it was like, I would just tag along with him, go and do these projects, but this project got turned into much more. It was like, oh, this ain't just a project. This is like a lifestyle. Yeah. So um, that's, we met whenever we were a little bit younger. I've been seeing all this since he would just take in, like he would grab a couple of models and say like, hey, get dressed, let's shoot. And it's just stem from that. We used to do editorials, like high fashion editorials. Um, we haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, because like more now is we're like driven towards just, like community and yeah. like real Like life. capturing real photos. Real, like yeah. we're not like setting up photo shoots no right. more yeah like, it's you more know, like just like so what's organic. going on in the yeah. moment and like so now back when she saw my editorial I do miss doing the editorial yeah. stuff so I would like now I'm moving in towards like a area of like okay I'll get a family and we'll do an editorial shoot with them and it's still based around community community and authentic still, yeah. and we'll go shoot yeah. in their house and where they their environment and so that's what i do that's what we're what's that where i'm moving into now yeah, so yeah. yeah where does the love of photography come from for you um 
it sounds like that's where it all stops. Yeah. Um, I remember you showing me your photography and so when you were 17. You were showing what you used to do with yeah. your friends. It was so cute. Yeah, I literally used to have an iPhone. <laughs> and I would, on family trips, I would... Um, that would be that was my little camera back in the day, yeah. and I would use Visco as the editing app, yeah. and so, so that good, was that's I mean, how it kind of all good, started. Like, even yeah. the, if you showed us the photos right now, yeah. they were good. This is a 16, 17 year old kid taking these photos. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Where, where'd you go? You was in like Puerto Rico or something on the uh, street? It was Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you took these? He's like, yeah. It's just like nothing. Else. I'm like, oh yeah. What yeah. kind of? So what timeline is that then? That's like when that was. So figure out the timeline on that. It's like 2017. That was like 2000 and... No, that was 2018 when I went to the Bahamas. Okay. It was Bahamas, not Jamaica, yeah. So still fairly recent. Yeah, it was still fairly recent. Yeah. Um, but in high school, I was in yearbook and I was the head photographer. And so okay. that's when I started to pick up a real, real camera. Yeah. And that's where it kind of got off into something real. Right. Yeah. So for during this time then, like... You're in high school. What do you think you're going to do when you, you know, like, what, what are you, like, in mindset this time thinking, like, yeah, I'm going to get a job. What do I want to do? I'm creative. Like, uh, I was that thinking that. That sleeping class. <laughs> <laughs> Out with the big dogs all night. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would think, no, I really did think, like, I was going to be shooting for, um, Big magazine companies. So that that was really yeah, like, that was in my head. that in my was head. yeah, and because I was in I was also in journalism too, oh, and so okay. it's a yearbook in journalism. So I would yeah, I was my vision that I was gonna go shoot high fashion because at yeah. that time it was all editorial work that yeah. I was doing. Yeah. yeah, it was all like models and you know we'll have a hair and makeup Everything. and we'll go find a location. It was like I was shooting for magazines, but it was just for me. Yeah, <laughs> like I would literally go get my hair braided. Yeah, like sitting in a chair for ten hours for this photo shoot. <laughs> that like seriously, yeah, make that it I just made up in my head. Outfit. Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. After this, we'll show you. Yeah, I gotta see these okay. seven photos. Because we don't have it on our pages no more like that. <laughs> all archived. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So this is all kind of going on. You think I'm gonna be? I want to be in. You know, I'm taking journalism. I want to be a high fashion photographer. Are you thinking like I'm going to go to university? I need to go to New York and be where it's at, or are you thinking somewhere else? No. Yep. I thought I. I it was like, yeah, I need to go to New York. And at first, uh, I was like, I got to move. I got to get out of Oklahoma because Oklahoma didn't appreciate the high fashion work as any, like as New York and L.A. and Atlanta would do, like appreciate it. So I was like, I got to go. So there was a point of a time where I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. But I found the Cowboys and that would maybe stay. <laughs> and I'm not ever moving now. <laughs> What's, uh, what, what's I found the cowboy community and yeah. how much it needed to be showcased, showcased, yeah. and moved in another direction. Yeah. So the way you're speaking about Oklahoma Cowboys is the same way I feel about this is Oklahoma. It wasn't yeah. meant like it wasn't a plan. It just happened. And yeah. I fell in love with it, and you just kind of run with it, right? You just double down, and right? Like, right. You just get into it, and then like I said, you meet the people in the community, and you hear all the stories, and yeah. Next thing you guys do is and start there's so doing many the stories. And podcast because it's the easiest way to catch a story, right? Right. And there's so many stories that are still need to be told oh, for sure. of Oklahoma. Yeah. Like even beyond um, the Cowboys, like at the our HBCU and the how much the significance of that is in Oklahoma too like 
Yeah. That's a whole nother project I've been thinking about too. So Yeah. What is this what is kind of like the current state then of high fashion in Oklahoma? Do they have they recognized it since you kind of had that moment early on? Has it changed in the last six, seven years? I feel like it definitely has. Yeah. yeah. It definitely has. And it's just like I feel like we do some, it's just like, like Oklahoma training. as a whole. <laughs> right. We're just yeah. stepping up. Like yeah. Oklahoma City is like growing like crazy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, people for me I travel we travel places so mm-hmm. I feel like people here can dress they dress really good it's super yeah. high fashion like the people that know what they're doing they're like oh wow this is like an Alcazi in New York like, yeah. you know yeah. it's just a very small community a very high fashion and artsy people because yeah. when you go to New York it's like everybody everybody's like that yeah. you go into anywhere LA my, wherever they're all like that but you have to go to certain events here yeah. to see that it's yeah. not everywhere it's not every day that like someone's really paying attention to what they're putting on and dressing yeah, yeah. like yeah. we dress up cra- yeah. some extra stuff and people are like where are you going yeah. <laughs> yeah. what are you going to yeah. it's like man, this is just my day yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the grocery store yeah. and I I, I I second that too because I had um had a, a men's fashion where uh, Stephen Giles, who has Stephen Giles clothing, and his is all like Ivy League stuff, so it's kind of very preppy type. Mm-hmm. And he's had his clothing store for a long time, and he's old, has gray hair now, and he's been doing it forever. But he said the same thing, and I think we said the same thing on that podcast. Was like, you know, you should have a purpose when you dress up in the in the, in the day, right? In the morning, yeah, you should have a purpose of what you're going to look like, and that's kind of like your style. And he's just kind of like, yeah, you know, <laughs> why are like sweatpants and t-shirts or whatever? He's just like, no, he's like, like right. complete opposite. Yeah, he's just yeah. like, right. like you know, pants and a suit or like a jacket. And he looks. But that's good why his time. that's why his business staying exactly. in style because they're exactly. not looking for. They're like, hey, I just need to get yeah. through the day. Yeah, yeah. Adam so. Sandler it up. Shout out to Adam Sandler. Yeah, shout out to Adam Sandler. Yeah. So this is all going on. You guys obviously get connected. Um, you kind of click really well. You're doing photo projects. You're just mm-hmm. like, I, just for the fun of it, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Tell me about the moment then that you kind of get into, like like you mentioned, the, the kind of Oklahoma black cowboy scene, and you just see that, and you're like, hang on a second. I'm going to stay in Oklahoma now because there's something here. Tell me about that moment. Yeah, I want to know that too. <laughs> Hold on. That's a good one. Is there like a light bulb? Or you, I mean, what happens? Uh, like, which rodeo was he at? Where was you at? Uh, well, you know, I always been knowing rodeo, so it's just like, uh, I would say the old muggy rodeo that okay. really sparked the bug light to me. That was like, I don't know. It was just like when I was creating and making content of the Cowboys and, you know, building Oklahoma Cowboys, and I was just like, there's no way I could not ever leave because <laughs> this has got to go somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, rodeo-wise, I would say Omuggy. Okay. That was like, that was like, oh my gosh, we got to, there's something here. But you just kept probably just like, oh, I have an idea. Yeah, there's like, just so oh, many yeah, ideas right. that just yeah. kept coming up as I was continuing to build. And that's just to kind of shoot the high fashion stuff. Yeah. But within this kind of, rodeo community that's just so raw and natural and like don't don't change anything just dress this put this on and do what you do right right right, right. yeah the guy um i was thinking of earlier it's um 
he goes by eight eight sacks on Instagram. It's this guy. Oh, Ivan. Oh yeah. yeah. Right? Oh yeah. So he's Ivan. the guy I yeah. follow. So he's the guy. I know oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know you're talking about Ivan too. Yeah. But yeah, he's Ivan. The guy I was thinking about. I Ivan is stuff. dope. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Did his we meet him at a rodeo? Yeah, we met him at. He's traveled. Yeah. He's he was at the last Omagi rodeo. Okay. Yeah. Ivan is chilling the game. Yeah. And I was like, dude, whenever you come to town, like I just want to tag along because for me, like I, you know, I didn't grow up anywhere near a horse, right, or anywhere near rodeo or cowboys. Mm-hmm. And then coming out here, like, you know, the, the traditional general sense that you see of a cowboy, like, you might go down to, you know, Stockyard City and, like, you see a guy driving a truck or whatever it is, right? right. But you don't see the community you guys are in. Right, And right. so, like, I'm fascinated to learn more about it and share that story because, and you know, obviously you've seen it, an opportunity to do that, but what's so different and what's it like, you know, going to a rodeo and, and being in that community that, like... I mean, I would honestly love to, my parents would love it. Like mm-hmm. just people who aren't in that community would just love to show up and see it, right? Right. What's it like? I mean, what, 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 like, why does it give you the buzz? Why does, um, why do you want to keep doing it? Shoot, I would say the rodeos feel like a big family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a big family. family. Yeah, like it's like- barbecue and everybody's just hanging out. And the like the moments before the rodeo is like special, like, it's just a lot of like just like community community it was just yeah. like you feel like i don't know like and nature on top yeah, of it it's just great to be outside even though you might not know one cowboy it feels like you like you've not been knowing him from years and you just met him yesterday it feels like you've been knowing him from years that's how i feel at the rodeos okay. like i've been feeling like i know everybody for years yeah like, hey, hey i've been knowing you since back <laughs> in the day <laughs> <laughs> Do you both ride horses as well or not? Uh, yeah, we just yeah. started. Yeah, 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 we just started last TK. year. Yeah. We go ride with TK. Yeah, okay. it's um, it's a learning experience. We still need to learn how to saddle up and yeah, do all the just do everything on yeah. our own. It's just like it's just a learning experience. We only do as much as they allow us to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we love to ride. Like yeah. today would be a great day to ride. Mm-hmm. Today would be a good day. That's one thing. Like one of my like like on my list of things to do this year is to like get comfortable riding a horse okay. yeah come had, on out with us I haven't I mean I have but like it's been a long time and uh, yeah. I had a terrible experience as a yeah. kid and I've just had never gone back to it but I feel like being out here and around people like yourself or you know friends hey, cool. that. if you're for real ride. he can come yeah he can come TK. ride yeah. <laughs> have to do that, that would be cool yeah, yeah. Uh, TK if you're listening hook me up <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to TK yeah. he be teaching us some stuff for real yeah. that we don't know so, yeah, he does. He tries to teach us more, but we don't. Be, you're always emailing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't text and ride horses. Right, right. So this is like, like I said, this is kind of going on. You have that moment at Okmulgee, and you're like, "This is it, right? I'm not going to New York. My stories are here. It's in my own backyard." Mm-hmm. Um, what's that first shoot that you guys do? The first shoot, I would say that was kind of like official officials with the William brothers, Taylor. Um, Taylor and his brothers. Okay. That was the first shoot. And what do you, like, you know, like I said, when the first official this? shoot besides yeah. shooting at the rodeos. Right. Um, that Taylor and um, Tanner and Tyler. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. Who are they? Um, they are some cowboys of Reggie Williams. They're Reggie Williams' sons. Um, they're, they're rodeo kids yeah. and so I met them at a rodeo at on, in Jones and I was like hey you want to do a photo shoot and we met up at the, on the east side and did the photo shoot yeah. yeah what so what drew you to the to their them and their story and then what I guess was the vision for like 
because obviously you're very creative, right? So you have, right. you see someone and you're like, you'd look good. And, oh, I will I mean? say like, when doing that photo shoot, I asked Taylor if, because he was telling me that his family um, has deep history with the Pony Express, which Pony Express is an eight-man relay race, which yeah. that crowd loves it. And so... I was asking, did he have any old footage of like the old Pony Express? And like, mm-hmm. I was like, I got started getting really interested in what he was talking about because he, his dad's um, father was kind of like one of the first beginners of the Pony Express. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that's where it kind of, I was like, let's dig deep right there and like go get some footage and see what we can get there. Yeah. So, Jones have a pretty good radio. Did Jones have a, Jones have a pretty good rodeo? Yeah, this is at Wild Horse um, Arena. Yeah, they had a yeah, it was a cool rodeo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was a one of the first rodeos to start off the season. Yeah, yeah. If I recall. So, so where do you think at this time in life? Then where do you think this is going? Like, are you just kind of just still like following the dream and shooting, kind of taking your high fashion and journalism, you know, brain into like Oklahoma rodeo? Uh, it's, like, how are you making money from this? It's still, it's still, so I would say it's still, I'm still like in that life right there. I'm like still like shooting and like just still learning like the like roadie, like roadie, like I know the rodeo scene, but learning it today because I haven't been in a long time. So I'm just shooting and just having my camera out and I'm just posting on social media. At that point, Oklahoma Cowboys was just a page where you just see black cowboys in Oklahoma. But as I progressed with it, I learned that, you know, it needs, I was needing to build like a, like a foundation, like a nonprofit programs and stuff like that to make the feel, make, have the cowboys involved. Yeah. And so in the beginning process, it was, it was all just shooting so there was always an element in your mind that was like, we're going to have a foundation and this yeah, is going to give yeah. back to someone. Yeah, yeah. Where, where does that come from? Why did you decide to do that? Why did I start to give back to No, like, where does that, like, because some people might start a business and like, this is for me, I'm mm-hmm. doing what I love to do. And like, the last thing they think about is giving back and creating a foundation. So I'm interested if what part of you or maybe your upbringing tells you that, you know, there's, there's clearly a part of you that's deep down inside your mind that's like, no, I'm going to do this. I feel like that's the, right the thing to do. I feel like that the Cowboys um, in my head needed like a support like I feel like I feel like I wanted Oklahoma Cowboys to be like a support system to the Cowboys like we're here to support you in any type of needs that you need so that's where the foundation kind of came upon yeah um and you also want to build like generational yeah build, yeah you know, to like, keep the legacy going because yeah. um, you know kids these days they just want to be all types of other stuff they want to yeah. be tiktokers <laughs> they just want to be I mean like we need farms yeah and we need learn how to grow we need to like learn that, yeah. how to have our own yeah everything so I'm like that's a big thing that yeah. I love that you're doing too and you want to help the, the youth you because another the, thing yeah. is the, the we got a summer camp coming up this year um this summer in Oklahoma City metro area and the Tulsa area. So learn, teaching the little kids how to become cowboys, how to learn about agriculture and how to grow and stuff like that. So that's the realm of another thing that yeah. I wanted to do. Another bigger idea that I have, I have always had in my mind since figuring out the foundation part of Oklahoma Cowboys is, and also hanging out with the Cowboys is like a, a campus. Yeah. Um, so more like if you like go to a recreational center and you have like the pool, tennis court and all that, 
but imagine that in rodeo aspect because I like there's nowhere for them like to practice. There's like nowhere for like oh if I want to wake up and I need to go get some like lessons in today. There's nowhere to do that. I I don't see it. So I'm just like they just got only the rodeo is where they can really try to get that little practice in. I mean they do go to a little arena and just do a little ride around the barrels. But I'm talking about like getting some actual work in with your horses like. As you as you would play basketball and you want to go sh- get practice some practice before, before the game, yeah. like can we have that for the Cowboys? And so there's nowhere for that to happen. So that's yeah. the big goal of Oklahoma Cowboys is building that recreational center, but rodeo aspect. Yeah. So. so tell me how this then progresses, and we'll kind of timeline it up to current day. Okay. You start shooting. You you know you do something. Um, you said with the Williams brothers, though. Yeah. With the Williams brothers, the Jones. Um, you know, you're just shooting for fun. I guess when does it become serious? Like, so I actually tell you um, the TikTok video. <laughs> so oh, okay, okay, back What's to TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so okay, it got Oklahoma Cowboys was like I figured out it took off like within overnight. So. I was at a rodeo in Mesquite, Texas. This is the beginning of rodeo season. And I recorded a video of the of the Pony Express. Um, it was like a practice session. It was like for them to advance over to like the, the actual night. And so there's, a, there's actually a word for that, but I can't think off the top of my head. Um, and um, I post, I, and I wasn't posting it for it to blow up. At the time, Oklahoma Cowboys probably had like 500 followers. I was just posting just to post, making a little cool reel. And at, at that time, I was just making reels, and I was just making reels and doing content. And so I was at a friend's house. I walked, so I recorded the video and posted it to social media. Rodeo went on. Next day, I went back to Oklahoma because this is the rodeo. This was in Texas, and. I, went to a friend's house and this was like I say I would say this like two days later after I posted the video and I walk in and my phone's buzzing off the hook off like it keeps buzzing 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 I'm like what's going on I'm, I'm just not even thinking I'm just thinking everybody's liking the video not thinking nothing of it and then I was like hey my phone just kept going on. Like, there's some. I'm talking about ding after ding after ding. Like, like, follow, follow. I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? And so I look, and I'm like, I found this. There's this page that had reposted the video I posted, and it had tons of followers. Called shout out to Black People's Pets or something like that. They reposted the video. That was a moment that Oklahoma Cowboys took off. Yeah. That was a moment oh, yeah, that the 2K world. Oh, yeah, night. yeah. That was a moment Literally. that the night that Oklahoma yeah. Cowboys was on the map. Like yeah. everybody was figuring out who black cowboys were in Oklahoma. That's crazy. Yeah, that was that was really he was crazy. Like, Friend, yeah. I keep getting a follow. I get a follow. It was for like follow minute. after follow like, after what? follow after follow. I was like, dang, this is what it means to blow up overnight. <laughs> Viral baby. Because at the time, I was just posting just to post. Yeah. Like I, I was not caring about if we blew he, up or yeah, not. Yeah, he was still thinking about editorials. Yeah. I was still yeah. It was just like, hey, we blew up. Okay, right. But it's a great lesson yeah. that too, though, right? Because you keep doing it, you keep doing it, you keep yeah. doing it. Yeah. And after we did blow up, it was still the consistency yeah. of like, okay, posting the real. Uh-huh. This one blows up, cool. But right. it kept going. Yeah. Like kept some going. people are just like, oh yeah, we blew up. They're cool with that. Like they're not hungry yeah. for no more. No. He stayed consistent. Like nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like what he what how the page was and how he was doing was how it was doing when it had right. four hundred followers. Yeah, and I took and all my had, marketing skills from you know my marketing 
that I was doing other things that yeah. I market for. So I took all those marketing skills to mark Oklahoma Cowboys and I just market the brand mm-hmm. and really figured out a brand Welcome a Cowboys. So yeah. And then that's it how it took off though. Yeah. And then and then you like by getting that initial kind of validation of like I'm on the right track here. It kind of pumps you up a little bit, right? You get a little bit more motivational, yeah. whatever it is. You're like, no, I'm going to do this. Is I'm, It's just a sign that you're on the right track and doing the yeah. right thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's when you was like, okay, the shirts, the sweaters. And I didn't release Oklahoma Cowboys until I had a logo. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like. This is the first one. Always, always had a. Uh, the page I always had the page but I never did post until I always had Oklahoma Cowboys out there but nobody knew who it was until I had the logo yeah. so nice so that happens uh, and you just keep doing your thing you keep from the rodeo from I was because I haven't did a photo shoot in a long time I'm not yeah. gonna lie besides the Timberland yeah. and oh tell me about that yeah, they didn't even know he was a photographer. Oh, we'll, they was we'll gonna... get that. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait to talk about <laughs> yeah, that because we'll that there. is so funny. We need to yeah. set some context. First. So I kind of okay. stopped shooting once the Oklahoma Cowboys took off, and I figured out with the foundation and the business side of everything, I stopped shooting. Okay. I was like. I don't want to shoot no more. I'll have some people shoot for me. Yeah. But I was still wanting to create on. I was just getting into like a business. I've always been business savvy, but it's just like, I don't know. Shooting just had caused a lot more work than it was. For me, shooting wasn't just, oh, let me go shoot. Shooting for me was like, we got to get a hairstylist, makeup, all this thing to make the shoot happen. So I was just kind of getting like burnt out on that because in Oklahoma, it's not as easy as if it would be in New York and it was just kind of hard to collaborate with people and stuff like that because, you know, I was funding everything by myself so I didn't have all the money in the world. So it was just like, I was just getting burnt out of just all like the yeah. collaborating stuff like that. So yeah. so within the last six months then, which has probably been absolute hellfire for you guys, yeah. <laughs> just like, what have we just been like thrown onto the world stage uh, and putting this community on the map? people clearly start reaching out to you. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me about that. What's that like? Who's reaching out? Are you guys like running around the house freaking out? You're calling each other like, you never yeah. get, <laughs> right? You never get some DMs. Yes. Yeah. And you gotta tell them how we met, found out about the Louis Vuitton thing yes. too. Let's yeah, let's talk so, about that. You just got back from Paris, like, so, talk about Louis Vuitton. Yeah. So, and then after just getting done, and how, how it really, out Timberland, it was a lot. Yeah, we so like, how wow. it really kicked off, I would say, um, the, some we had some film companies come down, okay, and that's when it really started getting serious. Cause I was like, okay, they're wanting to film and stuff like that, and so I had met a lady named Keisha in L.A. and um, she's with another a, a production company, a really big one, and I was like, they were highlighting, they were at the Bill Pickett Rodeo, and I I was like. You guys need to come down and get some real Oklahoma Cowboys, like some real things that goes down in Oklahoma. So they came down and that's where it kind of like really in my head was like, okay, this is going to really turn into something like business. Mm -hmm. Like we got to really start taking things serious. And so the next thing I would say happened after that, after they come was it wasn't Timberland. It was something else. Mm -hmm. Uh. I can't remember what, it was something else that really made it really official, like Oklahoma Cowboys official, but yeah. the really biggest thing was Timberland. Yeah. Um, how that happened, 
they just reached out over email. I'm it not was gonna like, lie. I think it was just like your reels that kind of. Yeah, it was the reel. It was like one reel got like a million views. The reels just kept taking off. Just kept. I think that's what you kind of missing out because it was just like the page was going crazy. The page was just yeah. The page was just doing its own movement by itself, and so but all the consistency and everything he's been doing was like paying off. It was just like. Overflowing. Well, it's smart on Timberland's part, right? Because Timberland is, you know, quite an iconic brand in the community too, right? Like, you know, it's... Yeah, when I I cannot, I can't pull off Timberland boots like you can pull off Timberland boots, right? That's what what we're saying, you know? Like, you know, so it's it's really cool. And obviously that happened, like, that obviously went live after, launched after you got back from Paris. Paris, yeah. But obviously it's been in the works before that. Yeah. So how was that process? What happened when they reached out and what was your reaction to that first? Um, so my react, so I'll tell you the whole process. So I was asleep early in the morning, early in the morning yeah. and um, my mom, she calls me because she looks at all my emails and she keeps track of everything that's going on. She calls me and was like, hey, Timberland reached out. I said, what? Like, this is like six, like, this is like five o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. no, I would say six o'clock in the morning because they're ahead of time. So it's like right. seven o'clock there. So they already sent the email. Yeah. And so she never calls me that time of the, the, the morning because she's getting ready to go to work and stuff like that. So I'm like, what could she calling for? She's like, guess what? You won't believe it. Timberland reached out. I said, what? Timberland, what? Like, I didn't believe her. Then I went to go look at the email. I was like, Dang. <laughs> You're on the map. Dang. I'm like, what? And then you told me what it was. Yeah. Like they were doing a collab. Like they wanted yeah. to do a Yeah, Black and I called month. her. I, I called like, Junix. Oh, yeah. We were screaming off early in the morning. It was like six, seven in the morning. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, so that happened. Then we, they, we scheduled a Zoom call with them. And. That happened like fast. They happened all fast. <laughs> they happened all fast because they had a strict timeline. They were trying to get this done. This happened, this is all like early, late in October to November yeah. that we had to get this done because we shot in November. Because look, we went to New York in September. Yeah. You got your first oh, pair of Tim. Like, you can't first, forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, tell it. So I went to New York Fashion Week in September. Got my first pair of Tim's. And at the time, I was like... You just wanted Tim's because no, no, no. So, uh, so at the time, I I wanted to do a rodeo in 2025. I need a big brand to like sponsor like the rodeo. Like I was like, I don't know who it could be. I don't know if it could be Nike, Jordan. I don't know who Under Armour. I don't know who it could be because at the I remember Ivan telling me at Old Muggy, he was like, I was like, bro, tell me how you got your sponsors. Like, I need some sponsors. Like, you, like, come on, tell me, like, t- like, give me some game. Like, because I need to do, a, I, want, I want to do a rodeo, but I want it to be big. And he was like, you got to think outside, of the, like, you got to see who you want and you got to think out of the outside of the box. And when he said think outside of the box, he started naming off some brands. I'm like, you okay, right. you right. You right. These brands would love to get behind, you know, black cowboys and the things we got doing, doing on Oklahoma. So, when I was in New York, I brought my first Tim's and I didn't even think Timberland. I didn't even think. And that was in September. Yeah, that was in September. Yeah. And October came around. They reached out October. Like, I would say they reached out early November, like early October, late, yeah. late, late October, early November. And boom. Yeah. Never would have thought Timberland. Yeah. So what was their vision and the collab or night? Did they just kind of say, hey, put your boots on, let you run with it? Or did they fly in? Like, how, how they, did they, 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 got a, go? they got on a Zoom call. They had a whole vision yeah. of, like, they had a whole background vision of, like, black pioneers and, um, um, I can't exactly recall the whole Zoom call, but black pioneers and, um, 
like outdoors because mm-hmm. they are an outdoor brand. And so they were wanting to collab with Oklahoma Cowboys. And so they was like, they asked me who do I have a videographer and, and I didn't tell them that I was a photographer. Um, I kind of, because I, I remember I telling y'all I didn't want to shoot no more. Yeah. I did want to shoot, but I didn't want to shoot. So Brian, he was like, are you a photographer? Like, they started they bringing up my work. They found, <laughs> they found my work. And I was like, yeah, I shot that. And it was like, what if, what, do you want to shoot the Timberland campaign? Yeah. And I was like, sure. You know, I'll be down. Right. And so that's how the Timberland thing kind of sure. happened. And so when they came down, they did come down and they basically gave us full control of like picking the people. You know, I picked Raul for the video. I gave them recommendations to who, but you know, so yeah, they gave us full yeah, control. They everything. gave her they full control, style, style everything. everything. They, like they trusted me. It was like no pressure. Like they were breathing down my back. They were like, "Oh yeah, it looks great." Like yeah, they Brian were, and Andy. They were with it, and they also put their input in. They helped me out. They were like, you know, it could look a little bit more natural. You know, every like they're cowboys. They was kind of like, them. "Y'all got this." Yeah, right. and really, the cowboys had like it was a good thing to ease my way into yeah. the industry because it wasn't so much pressure but it was mm-hmm. pretty simple because the yeah. boys got to just dress and do their thing how they really wanted to yeah. just with some Timberland logo yeah. you know really some sweaters it's yeah. kind of a perfect scenario right they're like hey just wear our clothing but do what you do right? Yes. Like, it was they great. take hands off they know what they want but like they kind of like there's a reason they're coming to you right because they know they've seen obviously they they seen what they want and the vision that they have, you fit in that. And that's kind of nice to have. Nice experience yeah. as well. And, looks and cool. another thing is, Timberland lines so much up with the Cowboys. And I never, I don't know why I never thought about Timberland. Yeah. They line up so much with the Cowboy world because they have button downs. They have, yeah. their pro side has all, overalls. everything, overalls and everything that you would think a Cowboy would wear. Yeah. It's just they don't have Cowboy boots. Yeah. So that's why, I don't know, that's probably why I never did think of yeah. Like, yeah. You got cowboy boots now. So, yeah. yeah. So, so how, how soon then after that does like the Louis Vuitton thing happen? Oh, so. <laughs> so Louis Vuitton reached out through email. Too. Yeah. And actually, hold on. I want to add, so add to this. I asked Brian and them. I said, how did you guys find Oklahoma Cowboys? I'm curious. I'm yeah. like, just like, well, how did you find Oklahoma Cowboys? I asked I ask Louis Vuitton the same thing. I was like, how did you? They was like, we started Black Cowboys. You guys popped up. There you go. <laughs> they both said that. Yeah, that's what. You, that, yeah, they both said that. That's what you wanted, right? I did they not find us on that. social media. Oh that's what gosh. you wanted, right? Yeah, that, that yeah. just speaks to the brand, of right? Like the whole community that you're trying to, right? To kind of show off and showcase, right? Right. It's like it, I'm like, dang! Shout out to the reels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. People listen. Do not reels. stop hashtag. <laughs> right. But okay, so Louis Vuitton uh, reached out through email also, and I was in the car at TK. We we're about to shoot some content. And um, we was I was, on the phone. yeah, we were on the phone, and, and an email had came across my screen, and it said Louis Vuitton, twenty four, Pharrell Williams, and I was like, friend, <laughs> you won't believe what I just got. We were Facetiming. Too. We were. I was screaming. She, she was like, wait. I was like, wait, wait, wait. She was like, what is it now? Because we already freaked out about the Timberland well, yeah, thing. Right. So yeah, we was like, like, what is it now? Yeah. And so I was like, you won't believe. And I was like, I slowly scrolled down on the email. Like, like you know how it comes across your screen at the top? Yeah. I slowly. And I was like, 
It looked fake at first. I didn't think it was real because, like, Louis Vuitton, like, right. that's a big brand. Like, come on, like, they ain't about to mess with us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, but it had a lot of, like, tomb details in there. It had everything for real Williams. It had hairstyles. It had, and it had some big names in there. I was familiar with the stylists and stuff like that. And I was like, dang, this is real. And so I, was, I told her, and I was like, man. I could barely record the content. I could barely focus on what we were got, what we were supposed to be doing that day, which was shooting with TK. So that's how the leave the time. Um, that's how I found out. So what do they say? What, what's in the email? What are they like? So they, obviously Pharrell was kind of like. So it did have for yes, it did have for real. Sorry, it did have for real. Sorry to cut you off. It did have for real in there, but it also had um, the exact names of the cowboys that they wanted in the email. Your cowboys? Yeah. So they researched everything and they said, we want this yeah. one. Yes. Yeah, they researched they on their own hands. Yeah. And that's why I've been telling the cowboys, you know, watch what you do. Don't yeah. be reckless on Instagram. Don't yeah. be doing all X, Y, Z. Because y'all have people watching you. Y'all have people y'all watching you. And what's crazy, yeah. after the email, after I got the email, I went to go look up some of those people on Instagram and they're, right. they were already following Oklahoma Cowboys and they were already following some of the Cowboys. I'm like, they were already following yeah. my personal page. I, I, I had no look, clue. I went to go look. It was like, Eight of y'all that they were falling yeah. from Oklahoma Cowboys. I was, I was like, like, dang, wow. like, so but it was falling for a while, falling for and watching for a while, and that's why yeah. I tell them, watch what you do because yeah. everything matters. And so, um, where was I? At? Where were we? At? I'm sorry. Where I'm does sorry. it go from the email? What's in the email? Like, oh, so they have this exact names attached to the email, which mm-hmm. was Taylor and Ronnie. They didn't have Kamal um, to attach to the email because Kamal is is from California. Um, he, he, but I, I know him from the Bill Pickett, only the Bill Pickett circuit. So they had Ronnie and Taylor. And so I called Taylor. I was like, bro, you won't believe this. Like, you won't believe this. Don't tell nobody yet, but you won't believe this. You can tell your mom and stuff, but like, you won't believe this. Louis Vuitton reached out and he's like, he pauses for a second. He's like, what? Like, and then so that's where it goes from there. And it's yeah. so crazy because you said whenever you were telling about your fo- first photo shoot with the Cowboys, you started with Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then now, yeah. where it's at now, yeah. it's like, Crazy. So yeah. again, like the Timbaland one. Did they Taylor and Ronnie. What is, yes, yeah. I want to say. Yeah, because me and Ronnie, Ronnie had like, a shot That's like way your before. first cowboy yeah. you really ever shot is Ronnie. Yeah. But what? it wasn't. Yeah, it was. But it wasn't like. It wasn't a cowboy shoot. It wasn't a cowboy shoot. Uh, it was just like did just he, some was random. Did set for you too? Yeah. It was just a bunch yeah. of stuff. It was a bunch, bunch of stuff before it would Ronnie too. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Davis. So again, what happens? Like, you after you freaking out and calling everybody, like, what's so, the process? Do they have to fly you out? Do they fly here? Like, what is the, what was their vision? And obviously, they, they named the guys they wanted. Mm-hmm. So, Narissa responds to the email, and we have to send them a walking video. Okay. So, Taylor and Ronnie... Ronnie sends a walking video too on his own because they and and that, in that email it did have Ronnie's name attached to it, but they also had emailed Ronnie too. Yeah, and, but they had no contact to Taylor. So gotcha. yeah, so Ronnie sends over his walk video. Me and Taylor send over his walk video, yeah. and Taylor's walk video got a pushback. Okay. There was like. You know, he was dragging his feet. You know, he needed to pull up. He had slides on, yeah. too, which it was like so we were just trying to. Yeah. It was all a fast process. So we were trying to get the video ASAP. And for people listening, walking is in like walking down a catwalk. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Catwalking. catwalking. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We had, so we got pushed back from Calvin, which was from the agency that reached out also on behalf of Louis Vuitton. And so I had Taylor do the walk video and then he got pushed back and then we had, sh- I showed up to their family photo shoot 
and Taylor and them were doing a family photo shoot and I had him do another walk video and I sent that off wait a couple weeks didn't hear back from him and I would say we didn't get the confirmation that we were going until two days before the fashion show what? Yeah, nobody knows that. Like but you're on like yeah, pins and needles. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was like, man, it's but good. I knew they were going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I knew. He always was like, oh, friend, yeah. I haven't gotten nothing back. I'm like, y'all are back. going. Y'all going. I haven't gotten nothing back. Uh, I was, I was nervous. Yeah. I was like, because it was like a big opportunity. I was like, really wanting to happen of and stuff course. like that. And so I was like, man, are they gonna email back? They didn't book the flight two days before. Uh, so this whole so. Just so I'm clear, this whole time they reach out, they say, we want Oklahoma Cowboys to walk in our fashion show, and the theme is cowboy theme that Pharrell's put together. First, I, wait, we I didn't know. in Paris. Yeah, I didn't know okay. it. Yeah, I didn't know it was cowboy theme. Okay. I don't think nobody knew Nobody that. knew it was cowboy Oh, they just want to see, they I just wanted the, the character of Oklahoma Cowboy in quotes. Like, and then you didn't know obviously what you were wearing because they were not going to send you what you were wearing because just yeah. in case you release yeah. it and that ruins their whole spread. Right. Yeah. Um, so two days before you get the email confirmation that like, yeah, boys, you're on a plane. Let's go. Yeah, all they had in the email was Pharrell's name, who the stylist was, who was the makeup, who was the nails, and it had two example videos of their previous shows. Okay, and Pharrell's bio. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it had. If I'm being for real, it didn't have no cowboy. It didn't have no ints of cowboy theme yeah. in there at all. They were just wanting them. So you you round everyone up, no pun intended, and jump on a plane. <laughs> yep. To Paris. Yep. It's a long flight. Yeah. It's not, it, 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 actually, our flight... Did you do Dallas direct to Paris? Uh, yeah, it was Dallas yeah. to, uh, to Paris, and the flight was eight hours. Yeah. It didn't feel that long. It didn't feel that long going, because I was oh, super excited does, right? to yeah. get there. Yeah. But coming, um, back, coming back was, oh my gosh, I was yeah. like, I, I kept coming going to sleep, and I was like, six hours? I kept woke up, and it was like six hours, like... Yeah. Man, get us there. Right. Get me home. His phone was dead the whole way back, too. Yeah. We were freaking out. I was freaking out. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. My phone was dead the whole I'm way like, back. I'm like, friend, you going to go missing right now when all this is going on? <laughs> like, it's about to go up. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, tell me what you land in Paris. You've got you and then land how, many in Paris. Your, how many of your total is there? With like, How many did you go with total from here? Uh, Two. Just the two? Oh, well, okay. Ronnie's on a separate flight. Okay. But, um, so, total, you're like, there's just, what, four of you there total? Yeah, four of us total there. And so we're all staying at the hotel. We get off the flight. Um, there's a guy waiting on us that takes us to the hotel. Louis Vuitton had us. Kind of has the, has the name in the yeah, car. They had us, yeah, they had us. They had Five us. Five-star service. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, they had us feeling like kings, yeah. I guess you could <laughs> right. say. Yeah. They had a little guy holding the thing. So he took us in a nice little car, and um, we went over to the hotel. And um, everything was like... I had no clue where we were going. My phone was barely working. Yeah. I mean, I knew the hotel, but this little this little could literally kidnap us. Right. Because <laughs> I had no clue. Our phones weren't working. Yeah. It was roaming, and but I did have my roaming settings on, but it still was not the data it was not all the way there, so I couldn't call you easily yeah. if something did happen. But okay, so we get to the hotel and we're like, "Damn, we made it to Paris." Um, we they have to go to a uh, fitting. As soon as we get there at 12. And so we wait on Ronnie. Ronnie's kind of late to hit. Ronnie's already there yeah. to, at the hotel. Ronnie's late to his fitting. And we all get in a, we all get in a taxi. We go over to the fitting. Um, 
we're look, we get dropped off where the fitting is, but it's at the Louis Vuitton headquarters. Mm. This place is nice, like <laughs> like <laughs> top tier, nothing I've never seen before. Yeah. So we walk like there's whole security process. We walked in, go through like these little security things, and go up the elevator. We on the thing that says LV and the L, like a mirror thing. It was it was nice. Like then we get there, um, we walk in, get off the elevator, we walk in. And there's these two doors that say no, no social media. Yeah. This is fitting, like no, no phones. Mm-hmm. And so the, we all go, we go in, and the cowboys they do the fitting and stuff like that. And that, if from there, that was the fitting. That was day one. Yeah, um, it was the fitting, and that was the first time they got to see the clothes too. And so, what was your reaction to the clothes first time? And I guess that's the first time you figure out. It's so people, I didn't right? get to go. All, yeah, I didn't get to go all the way into the room. I did go in there okay. for a brief second, yeah. and I did see something, but I didn't get to go in there because it was like strict. Yeah, they were yeah, strict. Yeah, yeah. Everything was so strict. Yeah. And so if you were not wait, walking not getting, in the show, yeah, you need to go. Sit yeah, down. you need to go sit down. So I had to wait out in the little waiting area, but I did get to see a glimpse of something. There was a lot going on in that room. There was yeah. people sewing. There was people walking. There was clothes everywhere. It was a, a big room full of like everything but I did get to see a glimpse but I had to wait and so they came back out and they were in there for a minute oh strong minute and they got to meet Pharrell and all that and Pharrell was like very happy to meet them and honored to meet them like they were in there longer than any of the other models so did you get to meet Pharrell no I didn't get to meet Pharrell oh come on yeah didn't get meet Pharrell that's not fair. I did see for real. We were me and for real were in the same yeah. room, reading the same. Yeah, day. we were saying yeah. that shaking hand. No, <laughs> no, no. So I'm sure the Cowboys. But he was honored to time. meet the Cowboys. Yeah, honored. I'm sure they're like losing their minds at this. That's time, what he was doing, right? Yeah, he yeah. was like, right? Yeah, he was like, yeah. <laughs> so that's day one. That was day one. Like. I assume at dinner that night, you guys are just like, what? Like, how are we here right like, now? Yeah. Right? And also like in a dream. To, right. And also back to what you said right at the beginning of this was like, you did have a dream to go to New York and be in high fashion. Now yeah. You're in Paris doing yeah. this, right? Like, yeah. With cowboys. With cowboys. Yeah. And that's how, like, I love how, like, you know, people listening might not be into manifestation and all that. I think it's the oh, cheat yeah. code. It's the greatest thing. And ever. then him going to get them Timberlands in exactly. September. He had no. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like so, it's crazy. Yeah. It so like full circle. Day two. Tell me about day two. Dang, what was day two? It's been so much happening. Um, no, oh, day rehearsal. two was rehearsal. Okay. Rehearsal. So they have to be there at a certain time. Walk in. And are you with them this time too? Or? Yeah, I'm okay. with them. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. this, I'm with gotcha. them the whole entire time. Yeah. It was just that were it was just, just they the were clothing. just so strict about the clothing mm-hmm. process and. Um, I get it. That's yeah, right. yeah. They just want to be hold everything tight because you never know somebody right. might slip that on social media and yeah. then, it, and then and it's then over. Millions yeah. of dollars are going down the path. Yeah. yeah. So um, after that rehearsal, so. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. So we we take a taxi to the rehearsal, and it's at the Louis Vuitton Foundation. Um, day one was at the headquarters. It's at the foundation now, and so I walk up, and they're all set. They're all setting up and stuff like that. We walk through like a little security person, and he's like, "Who are y'all with?" and stuff like that. So we show him our email, and they're setting up the red carpet, and we walk up to the building where they're having it at, and I'm just like, like. Like, I haven't even walked inside, but it's like a whole building that they built just for the fashion show. Yeah. 
like a whole grounds. Like I'm like, dang, this is crazy. And so I walk in and I'm like, there's screens everywhere. It's like all the, uh, the whole background that people have saw that everyone has saw that was LED screens. Oh yeah, the desert. Yeah, the stuff? desert. Okay. That was all LED screens. So it was yeah. bright in there. And so it was like nice. It was like it was. I walk in. I'm like. Dang, this is crazy. This is like the real deal. So the rehearsal goes on. So they, so the Cowboys goes off with the, um, the, the crew behind stage. I'm sitting down in the little seats waiting on them to do their own thing. And um, they come out. I'm just like, dang, please let them do good. Please let them do good. They cannot mess this up. Like, this is serious. This is serious. But the first round they did come up, they did kind of mess it up. And I text them. I was like, y'all... Kamal was a little head, get it together. Like, please get it together. And so the second round they come out, they did good. But they keep going to rehearsal, rehearsals, and then the powwow group comes out. And I start texting you and your mom, because I'm like, they would absolutely love this. Like, this is crazy. Was, it was, was like so their heritage. I was hearing OKC crying. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, sending I those was little crying. videos. Tears of joy. Tears of like, why can't I be there? And I was just like, just happy for him because I was seeing everything. Yeah. And the boys were posting. I was like, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the drums, I'm just like. Yeah, I'm Native American. Mm-hmm. I'm indigenous. So whenever I seen that it was like a thing about because he told me he yeah. was like it's like they have like drummers here Same. like they have real powwow. native americans there like and it looked they, like a powwow they, and it's crazy because we we went out to this um food place and we ran into this this guy oh, he had yeah. noticed my jewelry he was like oh what tribe are you are what tribe are you and we just started talking and he was like my son is yeah, this is crazy is gonna be actually out in uh, Paris Louis Vuitton they emailed him and I'm like shut up like I I'm, have a friend to I'm like hold right on yeah. friend listen to this <laughs> <laughs> and they started talking and I don't even know how that call went I just yeah. connected that I'm like look y'all y'all both yeah. be there and so his son was in the powwow one of the, yeah one of the drummers one of the dancers and drummers so yeah. it was really cool yeah it was a full circle moment. So it right was there. cool. I, I like I followed the the boy. I think he's like 17, 18. Yeah. I followed him. So I was seeing it from the model's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Then I was gonna see it from native indigenous people that have never been to Paris. Right. Then everybody's looking at them like, oh my gosh, this Native Americans in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was crazy. So the rehearsal, so I so I texted her and I text texting her mom about videos of what was going on, because the drummer thing. And then they come out, um, and I'm sitting there. I'm just like, wow. Like I'm sitting. I'm sitting there all by myself. But also, there's a group of ladies I start talking to too. But in that moment, I'm just like, I almost start crying for a little, for a second because I'm just like, I couldn't believe that, you know, we were there. Like this is like the biggest stage of Fashion Week right now, and yeah. we Paris? were Paris Fashion Louis Week, Vuitton, Paris? and we were there. So I almost start crying. So after that. The boys came yeah, back. Yeah, he's like, friend, I'm going to cry. I'm like, I'm crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just cry. <laughs> She's like, it's okay to cry tears it's of joy. Okay. It's okay. totally fine. Yeah, yes. so. Such a huge. That was rehearsal. Experience. Okay. Um, third day was crazy. Was that the show day? Third that day? was show day. Tuesday? And that was, that was a lot. That was a lot. Um, there's, there's so much to talk about show day three. Um, that was the moment I actually got to see the first with a glimpse of what the clothes actually really looked like and on the boys. So it was like, I was like, dang. Like, everything was just, I was just shocked about everything. And every, then you I, to see what the boys wore. They like yeah, the I had stuff. no clue what they were wearing. I mean, they told me, but because, you know, when I went into the room for a glimpse yeah. second, I only could be in there for a second. I only didn't see anything 
but they were in there for a second. They were doing walking. They had no videos, no phone, no pictures. So when the third day, when I got to see what they got, they had on, I was just like, yeah, this is not to be real. And then like, I'm like holding back from posting on social media. Right. And I, when a show starts and shows over, I'm like, this has got to go. This has got to go. Like, oh, I, it was crazy I, I how fast real, he was doing that. I rip up a real, like, real quick. I'm like, who is helping him? <laughs> like the whole entire time trying to get everything on social media because I'm like the, really the only person that's really running the social media oh yeah, yeah. He, he does it everything yeah so and people don't realize how much work that takes yeah right? it does like during like when they were doing like the powwow dances I was like putting a reel together yeah I know because they had to get on social media yes immediately you can't be the last because one because I kept to post seeing it. complex and I kept seeing I was like oh we got because you couldn't be the last one to post the cowboys yeah everybody yeah. was posting them so yeah. I was like yeah well, because like it was such a shock to the rest of the world right no one no one ever thought about it being a cowboy thing and right? another thing is nobody knew in Oklahoma that they were going nobody nobody right? the whole world didn't know actually yeah yeah cause no one thought that Pharrell was gonna do a cowboy theme nope out of nowhere no nope. just and when I saw the clothes I was like that. even you being I mean the native the indigenous part I was like I was like Chanel is gonna freak yeah, out I right sure now did. her and her mom yeah. like are gonna Me freak out screaming, like the buttons like, and everything everything it was, it was just like, like little turquoise the details was amazing they did so good when I saw it for the first time I was like man I didn't know what the thing. I was like, I can't. And they included the, uh, the cult, like they included real people that were in the, what, what the brand was inspired by. Yeah. They called mm-hmm. the Cowboys. They called the drummers from, I don't even know what state they was from, but I know there was some from Oklahoma. I think they were from Utah. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. Was it Lakota? Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure. It's crazy. But even the designs on the bags, a lot of the things that were designed with Native American, they didn't just go do that. They had Native American artists to mm-hmm. design that so and good. be the a part of it. So right. it was it was amazing. It was great to see for Oklahoma Cowboys because this is my friend and I'm a part of something so big. And then for just being indigenous, to see indigenous people in Paris being showcased on a huge Louis Vuitton Paris platform. It was yeah. big. It was like two wins. And, and then Pharrell put t- uh, Taylor in like the like best outfit. Was that the I, that's what one? I said. I'm like Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the real now and I'm just like that yeah. red like. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I hey, loved all the of show, them but the Taylor's was just the one that stood during out. During the show, I was so nervous too. I was like, man, just please let them do good. Please let them do good. Like this is like, it was it's like. the world stage. Right? Yeah, it's like, it, it was like, it was live. Please don't fumble. <laughs> please don't fumble. Please don't make, okay, okay, I was like, man, like, it was just like, dang. Like, they look like real They walked out. They did their I will thing. say, during rehearsal, Ronnie, props to Ronnie, like, he looked like the real deal. Yeah. Like, he was looking like the oh, real deal. Oh, even in rehearsal? Yeah, even in rehearsal. He was killing it. I was like, bro, you killing it right now. You killing it. I gave, I was like, hey, you killed it. <laughs> What, so, what, I mean, talk, tell me about the Cowboys. What are they? What's their day job? Like, what what do they do? Like, you know, like this is. So I know Kamal. Uh, it's is, crazy that they just go, you know pick, yeah. pick them to go right. The story's nuts, but like they have a day job as well, right? Yeah. For them, this is an insane experience. But sadly, they don't get to do this. Every yeah, day. yeah. Um, Kamal um, works at a dealership, car dealership, yeah. and then he runs with the Bill Pickett circuit uh-huh. and does cowboy stuff. Ronnie, I mean, Ronnie does everything. Um, yeah, he does a lot of cowboy like stuff. He's like a handyman. Yeah, He's cowboy. I mean, I know he works at this, works on this ranch. He does a lot. Yeah. A lot. Taylor, he actually is a, 
working in a, he's working to be a vet okay. veterinarian yeah. and so just three yeah. normal dudes that's yeah so right yeah he graduated to be yeah. a veterinarian at osu yeah. so brilliant yeah. i just like i mean just i can't imagine what they were going through what you're all going through like you're there yeah um, tell me about like just outside of of just you know just going to coffee in paris with three cowboys like how was that perceived what was it again? Like, sorry. What, what was the reaction to just general people in Paris when you three oh. you walk down the road? You know, you're dressed in your cowboy gear. You're just kind of going to get coffee. You're going to get dinner or something. Like, what's how is that? Because uh, um, they don't have cowboys in Paris. I right, right, that. right. Um, they're shocked. Yeah, they're looking at us like, whoa, what are y'all doing here? Who are you? <laughs> like, everybody's looking at us like, oh my gosh, like black cowboy, like cowboys, but black cowboys, like. I've never seen this Cause, before. Because cowboys, like if you went yeah. up there and you had a hat on, yeah. they'd be like, oh, wow, a cowboy, what? Yeah. But y'all black and yeah. y'all cowboys, yeah. and you yeah. got dreads and you got all this. It's yeah, just yeah, like, it's like, yeah, it was just so many different levels. And, and yeah. then Ronnie it looks like a Native American cowboy too okay. as well. So they're just like different, yeah. different colors of cowboys they were like wow yeah i know when we're just in- imagine even in videos you sent me you could just see people yeah. in the background yeah Did anyone stop you for photos uh another group no. i think so, not I'm just taking photos of you instead maybe yeah. them yeah maybe them yeah um but no one's like hey people were stopping stuff. to get our social media though oh, that's good yeah so yeah because yeah, i remember we went into one store and they were like looking at them and I was like do you guys have instagram they were telling them that they were cowboys yeah, and like yeah. they was like rodeo so i will say when we were talking to people everybody doesn't know where oklahoma is yeah no they have no, they have no clue zero idea. i have we have to mention texas yes yeah, you just say and they're texas, thinking yeah. when we say texas they're thinking like back in the day yeah Shooting, yeah, yeah, shooting. That's what they thought about. Yeah, yeah. like revolver guns. Like yeah, the yeah. So they don't, West I've never stuff. heard of Oklahoma. Nope. No, no, they're clueless where Oklahoma yeah. is, so they're shocked. Yeah. That doesn't that's, surprise me at all. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you're they're thinking like lasso, okay. like yeah. riding on horse. They're thinking Clint Eastwood. <laughs> maybe not right now, but maybe I don't know. Right. A couple years back, you would tell somebody you're from California, you're from Oklahoma. They think you're out in the country, yep. living on yep. a farm. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, Oklahoma's yeah. not all like that. But we are a country. So yeah, no one that everybody we want because we were talking to everybody, but nobody yeah. that we ran into that they were like. Oklahoma? Right. Where's that? Yeah. Uh, where's that on the map? Tell me about um, any after parties you guys get invited to. Like, what's the vibe after the after the show gets done? Uh, after the show, oh, we all go back to the hotel, and we get we change into um, different outfit. That was the after party, basically. Get a little wild in Paris. Yeah. It's a good spot to go in the night out. Yeah, it was. We went to this club and we were with. Uh, I don't know who wants to put this in there. Y'all can cut it out if you want to. But he like, friend, they don't want to go home. They gotta be up early. Oh yeah, they was in the club at yeah. four a.m. No, put, put that in there. Yeah, put that in there. Yeah, we were at the club I and I was getting irritated um, because they had to go to the show the next day and they, we had to be at and the show. And you need to be well rested. You want to look tired oh, as a model. You want to know what time we had to be at the show for show day? Probably six a.m. Uh, it was 8 a.m. And they had to be there all the way until we left like 10. 12 at night? Day, yeah. 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 8 a.m. to 10 at night? Yeah. And they wanted to. 14-hour day. <laughs> but the night before, we were at the, the club hanging out. Right. And they were 
Um, we were there until like four or five a.m. Yeah. And the rest of us like, like, "Have y'all like, at the hotel yet? Are y'all yeah. at the hotel yet?" And I'm texting her, irritated. I'm like, "Bro, right. we need to go. We need to go because these dudes are gonna be so tired, and I don't want them to like mess up tomorrow." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but they killed it. Yeah, they I was just like, "Friend, just they never been in Paris. This might never ever they never again. been to a right. club in Paris. Like, let them live it up. Yeah. They're gonna kill it tomorrow, regardless. They know where they gotta be. Right. So I was like, I was irritated. I know." understand he's in manager mode he's not letting up he does not play like he's always in business manager mode yeah it is it is you need to be serious yeah yeah and they're like we should have let the club a long time ago we should never even went (laughs) (laughs) nothing good happens after 1 a.m should be home right right 4 or 5 a.m we're we're leaving the club and they're like oh let's go where are we going i'm like where are we going (laughs) the hotel you have to be somewhere i'm telling shadir i'm like bro it's like we gotta go we gotta go. He's looking at me like, I know, did, I know, I know. Okay, because this is one of my favorite lines in movies. Did anybody say Royale with cheese in uh, in, in Paris? You know that line, right? No. Come uh, on, Samuel L. Jackson when he's in Pulp, is it Pulp Fiction? Yes. Is it Pulp Fiction? And he's yes, like, you know what they call the cheese system. Yeah. Yes. You know they call no. cheeseburger this in, is uh, a baby. in Paris? Royale with cheese. Okay, so I will tell you what they call a cheese double cheeseburger in Paris is a Royale with cheese. What? Oh, yeah. Dang, I never. Yeah, they oh, like Samuel to, Jackson. Did you go to he went to McDonald's. Yeah, he showed me the menu too. I didn't eat at McDonald's, but I did. I went to the McDonald's. We just walked in there just to get some Wi-Fi and look and see. But McDonald's. Down there? Not the same, huh? Not the same down no here. They got a whole bakery. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, you don't get refills on drinks in Europe. I can tell you that much. Dang, yeah. Um, they had a whole funny. menu like full of different salads. And yeah. it just looked a lot of, so more so healthier different. than what we got down here. We're like, oh my gosh, yeah. America. <laughs> like, come on, double cheese come on your fries. But I will say it was very hard to eat down there. Why is that? Because everything that we eat tastes so different. Like actual has flavor or like it didn't have no flavor. No flavor. No. Like America has flavor. Yeah. 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 Chemicals. All right. Chemicals. Yeah. Let's bring this one home. Um, where's it go from here? Where are we going? Black History Month's coming up. Do you guys have anything planned for that other than the Timberland thing you've done? Like, where you know, what is I guess the vision, the plan? I mean, what do you want to do next? So right now we are on works to so we, the Timberland thing comes out that is on social media all over that was been in the works but we're going to New York for fashion week um, down in, uh, in February okay. and for also for a panel for it with Timberland so really nervous about that but that's gonna be a really big deal you see how well he's doing he's doing great he's doing great yeah I hope I did good y'all yeah you're doing good you're doing good but um, and then after that what the really biggest plan is we also I'm working alongside our writer Chloe Flowers put a lot of hard work in we're interviewing a different lot of historical cowboys in Oklahoma which launches February 1st for a black history segment that we're releasing through Oklahoma Cowboys and then also on the burner side of that Chloe is working hard on our summer camp. Okay. So Chloe's an educator, mm-hmm. and she works in the school districts in Dallas um, to be like educates the teachers yeah, of yeah. the curriculum. So she works alongside of me. She's a good friend, longtime friend, and so she's working to produce the summer camp with me. And also John A. Um, she works on my here. nonprofit board. Yeah. She's a big help of the summer camp too. So everything. Yeah, everything's coming together. Yeah, yeah everything is <laughs> falling in place. Together. Yeah, Johnny is definitely a big help on this. But yeah, shout too. out to Chloe and Johnny. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
uh, where do you send people? How can, if people, someone's listening to this, they're like, man, I love the story. I want to be involved. Um, do you guys have a website or a foundation? Where, how do they donate money and just kind of help you guys out? Um, OklahomaCowboys.org okay. and um, also on the Instagram and email. Okay. Yeah, email is definitely the quickest way to get in, get really? things moving. And yeah, I'll put the Instagram in the description down below. If you're not already following it, you should. Um, yeah, I'm excited. To and I will say, goes. everybody stay tuned for 2025 rodeo. Rodeo's I don't coming. know where it's going to happen. If, if you could just wave the magic, magic wand, where would you have it? So, Paycom, Paycom Center. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be Oklahoma. Okay, I want to take it to where people don't know anything about Black Cowboys. Well, Houston. Okay, so here's the options. Looking at Houston, and okay. I'm looking at New York. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. New York is <laughs> so you, New York. Can you have a rodeo in the garden, Madison Square Garden? Oh, I don't know. That would be a spot. That'd, That'd be, be a spot. That maybe Brooklyn. Spot. Stay tuned. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned. Houston or Brooklyn, New York is going down. Or maybe Atlanta. Well, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, oh, Atlanta would be cool. Yeah. I appreciate you coming in. Um, I appreciate you sharing stories. Uh, I can't wait to just check this out. Keep keep checking in. Keep seeing what you guys are doing. And, uh, yeah, this is fun. Record. Yeah, this was fun. You, you like it? Yeah, it's going to you should you should start one. It's the easiest. That's way to what I was content, gonna tell you. Right? You probably like, should start yeah. it like super easy. The capture Cowboys. stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell everybody this, but yeah, you should start a podcast. But thank you so much uh, for everyone listening. Uh, yeah, go to the Instagram, the description, and we will catch you next episode. Cheers. All right, peace out, y'all. Hope you guys enjoyed that great episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, huge shout out to our sponsors, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, sharing Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at OklahomaHOF. Our other sponsor, the Chickasaw Nation, amazing sponsor they do amazing things for the state and they're always sponsoring something in oklahoma they're a huge supporter of oklahoma and without their support we wouldn't be able to do what we do and our third sponsor is diffie ford lincoln down in el reno now this one makes me so happy because these guys are great friends of mine um play a lot of golf together i've bought my cars from them do most of my oil changes down there, have a cup of coffee, hang out down in El Reno. It's a good spot to go. And not only are they great friends, but they provide a great service. So for over 60 years, a third generation family owned Oklahoma business down in El Reno. They're also in Bethany as well. So people in the Bethany area know the Diffies really well. But if you're looking for anything new used, um, Ford, Lincoln, or whatever. I'm sure they could find anything you want. Um, check them out, DiffieFord.net, and then on Instagram at DiffieFordLincoln. This episode is presented by Citizens Bank of Edmond. Citizens Bank of Edmond has been serving Edmond since 1901. They pride themselves on investing in the community and are here for all your personal and business banking needs. For more information, go to MyCitizens.Bank and follow them on Instagram at CitizensEdmond, as well as... Go bank there because I bank there too. It's been a fantastic personal experience for me. I've had my podcast account there now, my podcast business account there now for a few, four years now, I think. And it's been fantastic. So definitely worth your time. They're a great group of people and they're always there to answer the phone when I forget my password because I seem to forget it daily. Um, So yeah, go to Citizens Edmund and um, check them out. It's been awesome. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. 
For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.